does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We have a lot of basketball to talk about tonight. Sectionals, some postponed, some played. We'll catch you up on all that. The man is going to catch you up on everything going on tonight, the star of our show. Network Indiana's Brendan King. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What's going on? It's great to be with you and Parker Webster on sectional Friday night. Although a lot of Friday sectionals will not be played on Friday. 50 games postponed around the state of Indiana today and tonight. That's right. 5-0 postponed due to inclement weather around the state. Most of those came around the region and the northern part of the state. We'll update you on those games that were postponed as the night goes on. We have all the tip times, by the way, for the games that will be made up tomorrow. Games, though, that have gone final. Big one, Zionsville over Fishers, 59-53. Noblesville takes down Westfield, 47-45. Noblesville and Zionsville tomorrow, as well in overtime. Kokomo rolls on Kokomo. What an effort in OT. They outlast Harrison West Lafayette, 68-63. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. You heard our man, Brendan King, talk about what is happening around the state in terms of weather. It's been uh, a challenge, okay? It's been it's been a very serious challenge. As he mentioned, 50 games uh, off uh, for tonight. That's a lot, quite frankly. So, um, 
you know, just stay with us. We'll get you through the night, let you know who's playing whom and all those things that are going on uh, around the state tonight. We start out by talking with Terrence Arney from WRBI in Batesville. And Terrence, thanks so much for calling me. Take me through these two matchups that were able to be played uh, in that sectional tonight. Certainly. And, you know, the unique thing about sectional 29, class 3A ball, this sectional is really um, just a mirror image of the conference. It really is a conference tournament. These two teams, these teams all play each other all year long. So game one right. at Batesville pit, pitted up against Franklin County. Um, again, they'd already faced each other in the regular season. Uh, Batesville able to get the better of Franklin County in the uh, the regular season matchup, they do the same thing here tonight. They win that one going away 53-26 um, in game one. Uh, game two was a bit of a shakeup because the sectional favorite, Connorsville, the only ranked team in this sectional, they got ousted in round one. Uh, Lawrenceburg was able to beat, to beat them. And that put them on a head-to-head collision with Greensburg here tonight. That was game two. Greensburg taking on Lawrenceburg. Greensburg being the host school as well. They got the victory in a back-and-forth affair. Um, Really nip and tuck through the first half, but in the third quarter really opened them up. Greensburg outscored them 17-9 there in the third, and that proved to be the difference. Greensburg wins that one 54-44. That sets up a championship game tomorrow night between Batesville and Greensburg. So take me through that uh, that win by Lawrenceburg last night over Connorsville. That, that was the shocker, I think, as you pointed out. What happened in that game? Well, Connorsville all season long, their style of play, they like to get about a two- to three-possession lead, and then they mm-hmm. just really – take the air out of the ball, slow the game down, really limit their opponent's possessions to the point where their opponents almost have to be perfect. That That is just their, their style of play. Well, Lawrenceburg jumps out with a lead, and they maintain that lead, and they really hold Connorsville at bay because they can never get a lead or a significant enough lead to slow the ball down. And it was a high-scoring affair, and at the end of the day, Lawrenceburg – the shocker get the victory all right so the matchup tomorrow night as you point out batesville uh obviously playing pretty well uh without question so tell me about uh batesville uh, lawrenceburg give me an idea on that matchup so uh, you, you, uh, so the championship's going to be batesville and greensburg lawrenceburg without so yeah, Batesville, yeah Big rivalry. So, Must you know a whole lot yeah. about one another. <laughs> exactly. And it seems like no matter what the sport is, in this sectional, somehow, someway, these two teams get pitted against each other. You know, they're only separated, these schools, by about 20 minutes right down I-74. So, yes, they know each other very well. We're talking about friends and cousins and things. You know, they know one another. Right. Uh, the Bulldogs all – all season long, been led by the lone senior on the team, 6'8", Cole Pride. Um, obviously, a presence on the floor, but on both ends, defensively and offensively. Uh, when he can get going, he's surrounded by a ton of shooters. 
Batesville is really hard to beat, but what really sets them apart is their length. Uh, they run a very stingy 2-3 zone that can, on a dime, flip to a 3-2, and it gives offensive opponents fits as they try to figure that out. Now, on the flip side, Greensburg, uh, talented team there. Uh, they've got... Right. Uh, Hey Terrence, they've, oh, Terrence, they've got, Terrence, hang on. Yep, I need yep. you to, yeah, Terrence, I need you to hang on for a second, okay? Okay. We'll come back. All right, we'll get this short break. We'll come back, talk more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. What a great night! We're playing basketball. Some of us are. Some of us aren't because of the weather. Indiana Donor Network bringing you Indiana Sports Talk on a very busy Friday night. Sectional action tonight. Ben Davis, number one in 4A. They beat Franklin Central tonight, 76-46. From WBDG, Landon Nelson on the call of this game. Landon, thank you so much for the call. An impressive win for the the Giants tonight. Yes, sir. Agreed. Um it was raining threes, I'll tell you that, sir. It was looking like a three-point contest with K.J. Wyndham coming off the mm. bench with 21 points and shot seven three-pointers, seven threes. And that's incredible for a player <laughs> that is a junior coming off the bench. And it was just a rough night for Franklin Central. I mean, they would, you know, lock down Zane Dowdy in the paint, double-team him and lock down the paint, but they leave that perimeter open. You have shooters like K.J. Wyndham and Sheridan Sharp and uh, Jesse Ferris, I'll make you pay from downtown. You know, you talk about uh, the the inside play of Dowdy. You talk about the perimeter. It's that pick-your-poison type of situation. If you try to shut down the interior, they kick it out. They have uh, some tremendous perimeter players, can knock down threes, put it on the floor, finish at the rim, find the next guy. There's a reason why they haven't lost this year. Yeah, yes, sir. Agreed. I mean, you have Division One players on your team. Zane Dowdy, he's going to Valparaiso command. He's six foot eight. Um, he's just a beast in the paint, and he can. He's he's a knack for rebounding the basketball. And then you got playmakers like Sheridan Sharp, who you know he does everything a point guard would want to do. Everything a coach would want a point guard to do. He distributes the ball really well. I mean, tonight he had six assists. He plays fantastic defense. Tonight he had two steals. He rebounds the basketball, three rebounds. He had eight points tonight. I mean, you know, he can he can be a guy that can average double doubles in games. I mean, assisting the ball and shooting the ball and scoring. I mean, Sheridan Sharp, one of those guys to look out for. And then you have a bench that is your bench depth is absolutely incredible. That's why they're undefeated. That's why one of the best teams in Indiana and they're undefeated because of their bench depth. I mean, you have you have guys like KJ Wyndham, like I mentioned, at 21 points tonight and shot seven three pointers. And then you have um, you have Mark White who had eight points and two rebounds. I mean, you have guys like that that are just you know can come off the bench and do you know a tremendous job. Jesse Ferris, seven points, five rebounds, two assists. I mean. Some of the guys coming off the bench have scored more points than the starters. Your roster is so deep mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's painful for, you know, teams like Franklin Central that, you know, are a very young group of team. I mean, your leading scorer only has 13.4 points per game tonight. And, you know, it, it's right. just, you know, hard when, you know, tonight, you know, the tallest players on Ben Davis, Zane Dowdy's 6'8", and your tallest player 
on Franklin is only six foot five. That's three inch uh, height advantage, and you're trying to double team them. Then you know you're leaving the perimeter wide open. I mean, you got you got people that are killing you from three. It's just this is why that Ben Davis is undefeated. They distribute the ball well, play great defense. Most of the points they scored tonight was on off of turnovers. That's what they've done mostly the whole season, play um, great defense on the perimeter, um, double-team guys, force turnovers, and then it's off to the race on the fast break for showtime dunks, layups, and fast break threes. Big win tonight for Ben Davis in sectional action. They are number one for a reason. They win 76-46 at uh, Perry Meridian, taking on Pike for the championship. From WBDG, Landon Nelson on the call. Landon, thank you. Great job. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you, sir, for having me. Actually, Owen Pulley will be uh, – you'll be hearing from him tomorrow. I don't have a show choir oh, competition, okay. but you'll be hearing from my other analysts. Have a great rest of your night, sir. Go on. Good luck tomorrow night. Make us proud, okay? (laughs) I like it. All right, coming up, we're going to spend more time talking about basketball. Howard Kelman with me uh, from uh, W. Tonight, Howard, you're working. Remind me, for whom are you calling? uh, I should know this. Howard Kelman, you're a legend. Who are you working for tonight? WHMB TV 40. But four weeks from tonight, I'll be talking to you from Victory Field. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, as you know, I love baseball. I love everything about baseball. I love everything. Carmel sectional, I, I, Bob. Obviously, Carmel sectional. Uh, this is this is this is a sectional that we talk about. Uh, everybody talks about this every year. Noblesville uh, and Westfield. Noblesville beating Westfield 47-45. Zionsville Fishers. Who wins that second game, Howard? Zionsville with a terrific comeback led by Logan Imes. He was he's Penn State bound, by the way, and he was incredible. He scored 34 points and just a great, great comeback. And Fishers was ahead in this game by six points at the half, Bob. But then Logan Imes said, just get on my back and let's get going. Well, it certainly worked, that's for sure. So, you know, Carmel out after being eliminated earlier in the week. We know this is a very competitive and difficult uh, difficult sectional. Tell me about Noblesville and how they're able to beat this good Westfield team. Yes, and what you said is so true. Uh, when this sectional began Tuesday of the six teams, I thought any one of five of them, except for Hamilton Southeastern, could easily win it. And then that incredible upset with Westfield uh-huh. over Carmel, ranked fifth in the state on Tuesday. And in that game, Carmel led Westfield by nine points after three quarters. Carmel dominated the first three quarters, and Westfield had the phenomenal quarter. So tonight, Noblesville and Westfield, and here was Westfield, with a great start. They had momentum after the great win against Carmel Tuesday, and Noblesville had mm-hmm. the bye, so they were a little shaky. And Westfield led 11-4 to four at the quarter, 27-18 right. to at the half. But hey, then hey, Noblesville hey, Howard, came charging Howard, back. Hey, Howard. 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 Hey, I hate to do this, Howard. You, you uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, you understand. I got to go to a scoreboard update. Stay with me, and we'll continue to talk with Howard Kelman uh, about – High school basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. Howard Kelman rejoins me from WHMB from the Carmel sectional. Got a great, great matchups in that one. Noblesville beat Westfield. 
Zions all over Fisher. Sorry, we were talking about this Noblesville-Westfield matchup. Uh, let's revisit that again, Howard. This is a one-possession ball game. So take me through how uh, Zionsville is a- – excuse me, Noblesville is able to win. Well, it's a great point, Bob, because Noblesville had the bye on Tuesday. First-round bye, and Westfield coming off the great right. win over Carmel. And Westfield picked up where it left off. Great momentum coming in. They led 11-4 to at the quarter. They led 27-18 to at the half, and Noblesville just couldn't get going. But then Luke Almadova and Aaron Fine took over those two 6-2 guards, and they were phenomenal. And so they cut it to three at the end of three quarters, and Noblesville came through big time, mainly because of those two players, Hunter Walston chipped in, so did Cooper Bean, but it was mainly Almodovar and Fine who were the difference, and they stunned Westfield and won that game. Wow. You had two really, really well-played games, did you not? I mean, these are literally back and forth, and the level of talent is incredible. Yes, and not only were the games well played, but you know what means so much in watching a game is the lack of fouls because you have a great flow to the game when there aren't a lot of fouls, and that was the case in both games tonight. It wasn't like the parade of free throws left and right and left and right bonus situations. So two great games, as you said, and in that uh, – the same thing happened, by the way, in the second game. Fishers was ahead early. Fishers led by six at the half over Zionsville, and Zionsville came roaring back. And as we talked about, Logan Imes was the difference. He was phenomenal right. with right. 30, 34 points. So what do you see in the championship game tomorrow night? Well, I think it's evenly matched. I really do. Uh, the records right. are fairly close. And as we said earlier, this this sectional is so hard to call. I thought Carmel might win the sectional. They got eliminated in the first round. Everybody but Southeastern had a legitimate shot in this sectional. So I I just think it's evenly matched, and I really can't predict a team. You got Logan Imes, you got Luke Almodovar, Aaron Fine. It's great. It is great. Howard Kelman on the call for the Carmel sectional. Great games up there as they move on now. Noblesville beats Westfield, and uh, Zionsville beating Fishers in two great games. They'll match up tomorrow night for the championship from WHMB, the Hall of Famer. He'll be with us in a few days for the Indianapolis Indians. Howard, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call. Give us a call tomorrow night. I will, Bob. We'll be calling that championship game in the Carmel sectional, so I will call you tomorrow. And as always, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Don and Carl from WILO. Fellas, are you you with me? Hey, I'm with you. So what – remind me what sectional you have tonight. We are sectional 38 and 2A basketball at Delphi as the Clinton Prairie Gophers knock off the host team Delphi – 57-40 57-40 in game one. And then in the second ball game, the Carroll Cougars ranked 10th in 2A basketball. Pick off Covington, 64-32. couple of pretty good ball games. All right, so take me through this uh, first matchup. Tell me what happens in this one. All right, so the Gophers play really, really good bas- or defense with Coach Chad Peckinpah as their, their uh, coach. And uh, they come out in a 3-2 zone and pretty much shut down Delphi. They don't even score in the first period. And it was Jake McGraw with 22 points in the ball game that helped take the Gophers to the sectional championship in round one. 
Wow. All right, so tell me, how is uh, how is Carroll able to win? Their, you mentioned that they're ranked in the top ten. How do they? Uh, how are they able to win this matchup uh, with Covington in that second game? Well, it's all about Owen Duff. Good ball player, scored 22 points for the Carroll Cougars. Spent a lot of the second period out on the uh, bench for foul trouble, but comes in in the third quarter and racks up about a quick 10 points to get things started for the Cougars. You throw in um, Jake Skinner, and uh, the Cougars go on in a roll 64-38, I should say. All right, so call me tomorrow night. We should have a great championship, don't you think? I, I do because the Cougars and, and the Gophers matched up earlier in the year and at Clinton Prairie, and the Gophers beat them by six. So we're looking for an outstanding championship game at Delphi. From WILO, it's Don and Carl. They Don. Thank you for the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you. We'll do that. Thanks. Thank you. Ken Adams joins me, the head coach at Twin Lakes. Twin Lakes beats Western tonight, 45-43. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a tremendous win tonight. Thank you, Bob. It was uh, it was truly that. Our kids uh, played phenomenal. We had played Western earlier in the season and were defeated by 29 points. So huh. that turnaround was <laughs> pretty good. You know, I I, I, I kind of chuckle because I was I, I'm thinking you know you know how it is I'm trying to think of a question to ask and I think you know is there an advantage or disadvantage in having played somebody already once in the year I I you know it depends on who you talk to depends on the circumstances but you know what uh, being beaten with that sizable score you talk about having a chip on your shoulder the next time you play you absolutely do. Well, right, and and you have to convince your kids that you can do it. Number one, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. they they believed. I mean, they did a great job of buying in, and um, you know our defensive game plan was pretty good, and uh, we we hit some timely shots, hit some timely threes, and uh, uh, held on with only scoring four points in the third quarter, but they only scored seven, so um, it was it was uh, you know a good uh, good game for us. All right, who are you playing tomorrow night for the championship? We're going to play Rensselaer Central. Uh, they've already defeated us twice this year, and uh, first time by 14. The second time it was close to close to 30. So um, I guess same blueprint will be in effect if, if possible. <laughs> no, you know what? I understand. I hope we're talking tomorrow night. He's, uh, <laughs> I, I really do. Same game plan, same blueprint. I like how you said that. Ken Adams from Twin Lakes, they beat Western 45-43. Ken, thanks so much and good luck tomorrow night. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with the man himself, Brendan King on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.